0: The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tosinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to The Art of Relationships radio show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid matter-of-fact format. Plus, applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. (laughs) Welcome, everybody. It is hump day Wednesday. Uh, Hopefully, your week is going by pretty smooth so far. Uh, This is the Art of Relationships Radio Show, welcome everybody, I'm your host, uh, Relationship Sex Specialist, also a fully licensed uh, professional counselor in the state of Michigan, known as Detroit's Love Guru, I'm very flattered to have you here, thank you so much, I want to help you um, ignite the love and the passion in your relationship, and also, you know what, the love you have and the passion you have for your own self, okay? so. As always, you can give me a call, 313-614-9498, and you'll be live on the air. I won't announce your name unless you want to announce it to keep your privacy intact, or you can join the live uh, chat below, too, and ask any questions, any comments you have. I'd love to hear it. It livens up the show, plus other people can learn from your experiences as well, too, okay? So... Welcome everybody And we're going to jump right into it And talking about the perfect match How many people, you know, fantasize Maybe when you were a kid, maybe as an adult You fantasize about having the perfect partner for you Okay, what the heck does that mean? Hey Carissa, what's up? Um, so you look at, you know, what the perfect match is for you And maybe we all have a uh, concept, if you will, be it right, be it wrong, be it unrealistic of our perfect match for us. And do you think, you know, what is your perfect match? Who is your perfect match? And also, are you with the perfect match for you now? Are they perfect for you now? Everybody assumes what the word perfect means, right? We all know this. But does perfect and perfection, does that mean you can't be human? Does that mean Everything has to be lined up, you know, A plus B equals C in that, you know, it's perfect, that there's not going to be any road blocks, that there's not going to be any speed bumps in your relationship and in your marriage. And if that is the case, you know what, it must not be perfect for me, so therefore I need to end it and I need to cut it out, right? I tell people all the time, you know, the perfect match that is going to meet your needs 100% Is a unicorn they don't exist okay only in your dreams only in your fantasies okay 90% might even be a unicorn okay Um, that might be even close yes there are couples that maybe are there 90% however you know what that is very very rare it's I'm talking one in a billion maybe couples so most of relationships I tell people most of them are right around maybe 85% maybe 80% that meet your needs, okay? Physical, sexually, um, emotionally, that are there for you, okay? Um, That have your back and care about you in the way you need. You know, 85% is awesome, 80%. No one is gonna meet your needs 100% of the time, okay? So let's throw out as far as your prediction or your expectations for the perfect match. The perfect match for you needs to probably be right around 85 percent if not more would be awesome okay again that's rare but the trick is to having your perfect match or your perfect partner for you is the 15 percent say that is missing okay Um, that is missing out of your perfect partner we'll say okay you don't want that 15 percent. To be the essence of who you are, okay? For an example, you want someone that is uh, trustworthy, okay? That is not going to cheat on you. So, but you know what? That is the only thing that's missing. And Greg, I have 85%. Everything else is there. God, 90%, they meet my needs. But you know what? The 10 or 15% that's missing, they cheat on me all the time. You get what I'm saying? It's not, it's the weight of the 15% that is missing, that you do not want. You know, someone that maybe you want to be in the lifestyle. You want to, you know, be a swinger. You better be with someone, and that's important, and that's crucial. That's the essence of who you are. Then you need to be some with somebody that is okay to be like that. Another thing is, you know, people talk about the perfect partner. You know what? Say you want kids. You want one or a multitude of kids and your partner meets your needs 85 90%, but they don't want kids. And you're thinking, oh, they meet my needs you know, 85 90% were perfect, except this one thing. You know what? I can be okay with this. But that's where resentment builds when you sell yourself out in the essence of who you are and what is crucial and important to you, okay? This is part of the perfect match. It is what they meet that is crucial to you. The things that they don't meet are the ones that aren't really a big deal to you, okay? So, when I hear about your perfect match and who your perfect match is, is it someone that's short, that's bald? No. (laughs) Has a wicked sense of humor? No. (laughs) Or, you know, what is important to you? And everybody is different. Society tries to dictate. Families try to dictate. Cultural beliefs and values try to dictate who should be perfect perfect match for you and it comes down to you you decide don't allow somebody else to dictate your life for you okay it's your life I want you to be happy and a lot of times we might pick somebody because our family loves that person right they adore that person great person but you know what the feelings aren't there or something that's very important to you is missing But your family says it's not that big of a deal. It's going to come back and it's going to bite you in the booty big time, okay? If something is missing that is in, you know, the essence of you and that is crucial to you. And we could, you know, look at this. It could be trust. It could be being honest. It could be, you know, that they're highly sexual and you're highly sexual or that type of thing that, um, you know what, everything's there but oral sex is very important to you receiving and giving and your partner is not into that. They don't like it nor will they ever like it. Can you live with that? Can that be okay? And, you know, someone else is going to look at me and say, Greg, that's petty. You know what? Again, it's not up to me. It's not up to anybody else to tell you or dictate to you what is important to you and what is not. Okay? It's crucial. Again, Not everybody is going to meet your needs 100%. So that's where I want your perfect match to be a reality, okay? Can you accept one another for who they are and, you know what, and if who they are is, you know, a part of that is missing that is crucial to you or a part of who they are that drives you totally nuts, And you think you're going to ignore it, and you think you're going to be okay with that. The only thing that changes over time is your lack of tolerance for it. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. How many people can look at and look at the situation they've been in uh, being married for a long time or being in a long-term relationship, or, you know, this goes for past marriages, past relationships that you look at, you know what? I thought I could deal with it, and then I found out years later, months later, I just can't deal with it anymore. That's what I'm talking about. It's that resentment builds when you start selling yourself out looking for the perfect match, and I'd love to hear what your perfect match is for you out there, and what is crucial to you. Do you want somebody that has a sense of humor, that likes joking around? Maybe you want someone that doesn't joke around that much, that is more serious, more, you know, always calm, cool, and collected, always has their stuff together, but doesn't joke around because, you know what, that's not good. Because someone that jokes around, I might feel insecure, or I might feel, you know, unsafe in life. So, what is, you know, what matters to you? is crucial, maybe it's not important to you that you 're physically attracted to somebody, but everything else needs to fit in great awesome don't allow people to guilt and shame you into you should be with somebody that they deem a great fit for you versus what you feel is a great fit for you as well. How many people also been with somebody that is on the you know opposite spectrum of that? <clears throat> How many people have been with somebody that is toxic to you and you try to make them your perfect match and they're just toxic, they're abusive, they're, they could care less about you and they show you that on a daily basis. Um, unfortunately, I deal with that a lot with couples too and individuals that come and they want me to try to help them be okay with somebody that is just toxic for them, that is very, uh, you know what, that's not good for them. You know, I can try, however, and it's one of those things that, you know, I said before, no one else picks your perfect mate for you or dictates that you do. That doesn't mean you can't listen to people's opinions. That, can't, that doesn't dictate that, you know what, you can't be insightful and, you know, hear what other people have to say and then, you know what, go with your own gut instinct. And, you know, hopefully you're hard to follow, okay? Uh, Carissa, you had the complete opposite. Now I want to hear what the heck that means, the complete opposite of what. And looking at, you know, what, what does that mean? You had the complete opposite of the perfect person to you, or you had the perfect person for you, and you know what? Because of maybe our own doing, that we allowed them to get away, we allowed them to leave us, when I say allow, I don't mean like, you know, hold hostage at all, not at all, but maybe we did stuff, maybe we were lazy, maybe we lacked the ability to look at ourselves and look at, you know what, this person is ideal for us, no, they're not perfect in the sense of the word perfect, but they're perfect for us. You know what, they're kind, considerate, they're funny. They don't stress out about every little thing. They're able to talk and express themselves freely. They don't hold back. And some people don't want somebody that you know expresses themselves freely, or that might be more blunt and more in your face type of thing. They might think that's rude, or because of their own insecurities, They're not able to handle that, and they're not able to, you know, cope with that situation. It makes them feel more insecure, so maybe that wouldn't be the perfect match. But how many people, you look at the perfect match, I look at it, the perfect match is going to help you grow as a person, okay? They're going to challenge you to come out of your comfort zone, be it maybe you're afraid to dance or, you you know, you think you suck at dancing. Maybe they're going to challenge you to become... Okay, dancing and have fun dancing and not be so serious all the time. Someone that's going to call you out on your stuff, right? How many people love that, right? Everybody raises their hand. Oh, I love when somebody calls me out on the stuff that they don't like that I do. (laughs) Most people hate that, okay? They don't like it. But can you be okay with it and have someone that's going to call you out on your stuff, that's going to challenge you? And it's ironic how many people are. Um, Attracted to um, You know people pleasers or doormats You know what A lot of people aren't They can be very attractive physically Maybe kind hearted big time But they're pushovers They're a doormat And you look at If you look in your own life You know you're perfect match Do you want them to be a doormat A lot of people that are people pleasers and doormats A lot of people lose respect for them Because they're not able to speak their mind They're not able to speak or they're afraid to speak, I should say, of what they want, what they don't want in the relationship. And this goes back to, uh, you know, an older episode I did about our your soulmate, you know, our soulmates, are they found or are they made? Okay, yes, and I've said this before. Yes, I do agree that there are some soulmates out there that they find each other and they're awesome and, um, you know, that's rare. It does happen. But I think most people, you have the attraction. You have the chemistry, you know, the emotional, physical attraction, the chemistry going on, sense of humor, personalities, click. And then you make each other your soulmate. You evolve. That doesn't mean you sell yourself out. Or at the beginning I said, I don't want you, your perfect partner, it's not something that you're going to sell the essence out of who you are, okay? So you look at the avenue to where, you know what, how you make, yourselves soulmates together without sacrificing your individuality without sacrificing crucial elements remember that 15% that's missing you don't want that to be the you know crucial elements that is missing in the relationship or marriage or you're doomed no matter if the other 85% is there or not okay you're going to be miserable hey lee welcome I'd like someone to ground me, but not clip my wings. Now, um, <laughs> I- I'm thinking about this right now, Lee, and I'm looking at, <clears throat> okay, where is that happy medium with you? And I like to be challenged. I want to be called out on my stuff, and, you know, I still, I want to hold on to my individuality as well. You can call, I want you to be able to call me out. Greg, you know what, this hurt me. Greg, you know what, you're a jerk, <laughs> Whatever. Okay, and I'm good at owning my stuff and I want to own it. And you know, but also that means, you know, like you said about clipping my wings, I still want to be the individual person I am. And I do have a huge part of me that is individualized. It might be a hobby, it might be an interest of mine that is an individuality part of it. And it's like, you know what? That's it. And I want you to be okay with it or accept it. And when you say about keep you grounded, but not clip your wings, that's a nice analogy. However, that is also very, very subjective. And Lee, what would that mean about, you know, keeping you grounded, calling you out if you disrespect your partner, if you're rude, if you're, um, you know what, not nice to your partner? Does that, is that what you mean? But also allow you to maintain your own individuality, to go after your own interests, to Go after your own, you know, individual pursuits and goals and dreams and all that stuff. As long as, you know, there's that common theme, right? People say, I want someone that's emotionally supportive, that helps me go after my dreams and my goals and all that stuff. What if someone's goals or dreams in your perfect match? What if they contradict what you want to feel loved, to feel important to feel valued, to feel a priority, right? It's very difficult, right? There's there's that fear. I want someone to go after their dreams and all this stuff. And I know a lot of people out there that, say, have helped their spouse, male or female, say, go through law school or become a doctor. And as soon as they get through residency and get, you know, licensed as a medical or as a physician or, you know, pass the bar and become an attorney... They divorce that person, they leave that person and there's that fear that, you know what, if I help them go after their dreams, whatever, you know what they're going to take me for granted and leave me, so where's that balance and what your perfect partner is, right, that they're going to be appreciative that they're there for you, that they want to meet those dreams and goals together for you and it enhances the relationship and enhances the marriage or are you afraid, and we all know people that have you know, sort of use people and plan to leave somebody after they graduated college or got a job, whatever, that fear is out there. That wouldn't be your perfect match, is it? And it's difficult. It's very, you know, you look at that situation where maybe they're not the perfect match for you, because, right, again, not sound yourself out. You want someone that respects you, doesn't take you for granted, that loves you, cares about you, shows that you're a priority, And that, you know, your support is not just them sort of filling their selfish needs, okay? So it's very, very difficult. Hey, Michelle, what's up? Um, Krista, you mentioned, no, he would be a gentleman, but then he changed and I found out he did it to use me to take care of the women he lives with. That is not cool. He is a puppy dog. By the time you figure it out, he got what he wants and gone. He told me I can't leave him, which I already did. I don't like being caged, and he denied what I called him out on this stuff. And that's what I went through. He was a great pretender. Of course, I agree, and there's a lot of people out there that has a hard time um, trusting their gut instincts on these issues. And when I say about the perfect person or the perfect match for you, it's someone that your heart and your gut aligns, okay? Your heart might love that person, but your gut's telling you, you know what, there's something shady about this person. There's something that is not right, and you ignore your gut instincts. And I don't know, Carissa, in your situation, if your gut was telling you something, and I get there's a lot of players out there, a lot of people out there, men and women, that are professional manipulators. They get you sucked in to get given... You you know, giving them whatever you Whatever they want, sorry And you know what, you oblige them You go along with it because of course You love them, you adore them You cherish them But you sell yourself out because You're not listening to your gut instinct And saying, the old CC Music Factory uh, Song, I'm dating myself Things that make you go, hmm And you sort of ignore those things That are crucial to you And you're looking at Your perfect match, you know, they're going to respect you. They're going to show you that on a daily basis. We're all human. I screw up. I mess up too. Even though my intentions might be good, my intentions are not to hurt. It happens, and I I don't want to do that. But I want to own up to it. And, you know, you want somebody that is going to own up to their stuff. What about your perfect match? Are they able to call themselves out? When they make you feel a certain way, if they disrespect you, do they um, talk to you about it? Do they own this stuff? Do they get with how you feel or do they act like they don't even care, right? So it's that perfect balance of allowing yourself to be you, being accepted for you, but also challenges you to grow and evolve. And that could be maybe becoming more emotionally stronger. Maybe you... Don't handle stress and you're an emotional uh, basket case and someone's gonna help you maybe grow and evolve and become stronger, become more emotionally stronger. Maybe someone that's gonna help you be more sexually experimental, be more uh, adventurous in the bedroom, that's able to speak your mind what you want, what you like sexually, like we t- I talked about yesterday. So these are you know situations and what is the perfect partner to you? Okay, again, it's not selling yourself out and it's not dictated by society, by culture. Now, I know I'm going to get bashed by this because culture says you need someone that's this, that, that, and this. Forget about if you love that person. Forget about if you're, you know, attracted to that person. That doesn't matter, right? Again. It's very difficult, and like I said, I'm very uh, politically incorrect, and I want people to be happy. I don't want people to be used. I don't want people to live their lives according to how everybody else wants them to live their life, okay? I want you to be your own individual, but at the same time, I want you to, you know what, command respect for yourself and love. However, I'm going to throw this out there before I leave too. What are you doing to be the perfect match or perfect person for your partner as well? This isn't always about you, is it? It's also looking at what you can do to grow and evolve as a person. Like I said, your perfect partner, you might not like it, but they're going to push your buttons. They're going to sort of challenge you to grow and evolve and expand your horizons. That's a great partner, okay? And someone, of course, that loves you, desires you, cherishes you. But also can speak their mind and is not a doormat, is not a people pleaser, okay? So, take this to heart, people. I hope it helps you out in finding, if you don't have it, finding that perfect person or match for you. You becoming a perfect match for your partner. And also looking at if it isn't, if you are selling yourself out and the essence of who you are is missing, what are you going to do about it, okay? That's not always easy. So, everybody have a good day. I'll be back tomorrow, 12 noon Eastern time. Everybody take care. Peace and love.